I just want to say that true crime cases are something that I've been reading about. And I want to say that I don't mean any harm or disrespect or anything. And sometimes the cases can be really, really scary. But I try to do true crime and creepy things Tuesday. So this recording might be up twice. And I just want to say I don't mean any harm, disrespect, or any hurtfulness. I'm just giving you the facts of the cases and letting everyone know that this is what I found. This is a case people have been talking about. This is a case that people are thinking about. I have looked into a lot of cases and I don't want to just, I don't want anyone to feel disrespected. If I say their name wrong, you can try to correct me. I might try to be able to pronounce it right. I might not be able to my learning problem but I just want to say that I don't mean any disrespect to anyone ever and I hope that you all understand that I'm just giving you the facts and sometimes I may or may not give you my opinion or I could just tell you like hey this is my opinion based on what they are saying like not even a I know this personally but like more of a like a this is what people are leaning towards and do I agree or disagree but a lot of the time I don't really know so I'm gonna say like this could be my opinion but I really don't know them personally or know the case personally so it really is like a, this is what has been said so this is what the opinion of other people have been and I hope y'all understand that I don't mean any disrespect harm and I do not suggest you do any of this stuff that people have done and I hope that this stuff doesn't continue to happen and I hope y'all enjoy the cases and I hope y'all learn from them more importantly and I hope you all understand better that hey this is what happens let's be careful let's learn from this let's learn from this let's try to get a new law in let's try to do this let's try to keep it from happening again okay Today, the content could be a little more chore for audiences, so please, as someone before listening to this video, it's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discussion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults or for those who get permission.
was a parent's worst nightmare. On May 26, 2005, Dave and Beth Holloway farewelled, uh, bed farewell to their daughter, Natalie. As the 18-year-old and 124 of her Alabama classmates left for a five-day group trip to Aruba. The couple would never see her again. During her final nights on the island, Natalie vanished while partying with friends. She was last seen outside a restaurant at about 1.30 a.m. on May 30th when she got into a car with Jordan and Jordan Van D. Salute, a 17-year-old Dutchman studying in Aruba, and his friend Deepak and Stadish Kobel. When the honor student failed to arrive home in the U.S. the next day, Beth frantically hopped on a private jet to Ariba and got in touch with local police to launch a search party. Van D. Slot intentionally claimed Natalie wanted to see, to see sharks, so he and the Kolpov brothers took her to a nearby beach before bringing her back to her hotel at about 2 a.m. He says that as they drove away, a man in a black shirt approached Natalie on June 9th, though the Three friends were named primary suspects and arrested on suspicion of kidnapping and murder. The FBI and hundreds of volunteers searched on land and sea without any luck. In the months that followed, Van D's salute and the Kapals were released from jail and taken back into custody several times. A tactic used by police in hopes of getting a confession, but they were never charged. Years went by without any new evidence, and Van D. Salute changed his story numerous times in police and TV interviews. In one particular demanding Dutch broadcaster, Van D. Salute claimed in January 2008 that he was unable to revive Natalie after she became unresponsive and that a friend later identified as Dory disposed of her body. But soon after, Van D. Sloot told authorities that he when he said on camera was not true, blaming the effects of marijuana. Months later, he made another allegation on Fox News on the record saying he had sold the teen into um yeah I'm not saying those words <laughs> no thank you mm-hmm. in an interview with NBC in 2008 Beth who had discovered Dave and remarried said that Vandy Sloot is a time bomb 
and he will strike again. In March 2010, the accused killer reached out to Best's lawyer, saying in exchange for 2500 he would reveal where Natalie was. He went with the attorney who gave him 10000 and Beth wired fifteen to Vandy Sleuth bank account and the college dropout claimed that Natalie had hit her head on a rock and his late father had buried her in the foundation of a house. Then he denied the tale and days later boarded a flight to Peru. Two months later on the 5th anniversary of Natalie's disappearance, business student Stephanie Florence was reported missing in Lima, Peru. Three days later, the 21-year-old was found bludgeoned to death in a hotel room residing to Vandy Sloop. He was arrested in Childy in June 2010 and sentenced to 28 years in prison in January 2012, the same month that an Alabama judge declared Natalie legally dead at the request of her father. As an advocate for safe travel, Beth hosts her own 2011 Lifetime series, Vanish with Beth Holloway, in which families share stories about missing loved ones. You're never going to get over the loss of losing your loved one. There's not going to happen. But life does move on, Beth, who wrote the 2007 best-selling Love Natalie, a mother's treasurement of hope and faith, told ABC News in 2019, Natalie would want us to enjoy what life we have. And a, a alleged accomplice end up dead. In 2017, Dave Hollows appeared on the auction series The Disappearance of Natalie, in which John Liebrock uh, claimed that Jordan Van D. Sloot paid him 1500 to dig up crushed and cremated Natalie's bones in 2010, just months later, in March 2018, Liebrock. 38 died after he tried to kidnap a former friend, Emily, and she stabbed him. In an interview with Dr. Phil in 2020, Hiatus said Liquid told her years earlier that Vandy Sloot was responsible. Alexa, stop. Was responsible. Jordan called his dad and helped him dispose of the body. Let's see if we can find any more facts online about her. I remember reading about her case years ago and I always thought I had a friend who was blonde hair, blue eyes, natural, and she went overseas and her parents were freaking out. And I just remember reading this case and it makes you not want to go anywhere ever. <laughs> Natalie Ann Holloway, born October 21st, 1986, disappeared May 30th, 2005, was an 18-year-old American woman whose mysteriously dis disappearance made it international news after she vanished on May 30th, 2005, near the end of high school graduation. 
trip to Aruba in the Caribbean. So first thing first, people are like, oh, maybe she ran away. Typically you run away after graduation because I mean, really, why would you run away before graduation? Also, she was 18. She could have just left and that would have been fine. But this does not sound like she just left and like, Typically when you turn 18 you can leave your parents if it's a bad situation. I don't think that was the case here at all. So before people go, oh well she could have just ran away. She was 18 and almost out of high school. I mean, I know when I was 18, well I was a teen mom, but my first thought before I became a teen mom was not, I mean my parents were pretty bad and I thought about running away from them. But my first thought was, I'm gonna be 18 and I wanna finish high school, then I can leave. It was basically my two things. So to me, that seems odd. Her remains have not been found, which is kind of sad. Natalie was scheduled to fly home from the Caribbean island on May 30th, 2005, but she failed to appear for her flight. Her classmate last saw her outside of Carlson Charles, a restaurant and nightclub in Oregon. She was in a car with local resident Jordan Vandy Salute and brother Deepak and Santish Kapil. I'm so sorry I cannot pronounce these names for the life of me. When the three men were questioned, they said that they dropped off Hollyway at her hotel and denied knowing what had happened. What had denied knowing what had become of her. Upon further investigation by authorities, Vandy Sloot was arrested on twice for suspicion and her disappearance and the cops were each arrested three times due to lack of evidence. The three suspects were released each time without being charged with a crime. Hollyway's parents criticized our Britain police for the lack of progress in the investigation and of the three men who were last seen with their daughter. The family also called for a boycott of Aruba, Aruba, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, which gained Alabama Governor Bob Riley's support but failed to gain widespread banking. With the assistance of hundreds of volunteers, Aruba Aruba investigators conducted an exclusive search operation. American special agent from the FBI, 50 Dutch soldiers, or three special uh, Dutch Air Force F-16 aircraft in the search. In addition to the ground search, Divers searched the ocean for Hollyway's body. Her remains were never found. On December 18, 2007, um, announced that the case would be closed without charging anyone with a crime. The Aruban, Aruban, Aruba? I have no idea how to pronounce this word. Office reopened case on February 1st, 2008 after receiving video footage of Andy Sloot under the influence of a green grass <laughs> saying that Hollyway died on the morning of her disappearance and that a friend disposed of her body. Andy Sloot later deemed 
that what he had said was true and in an interview said that he had solid uh so let's see background holly was the first of two children to dave and elizabeth beth in memphis tennessee her parents divorced in 1993 and she and her younger brother matthew were raised by their mother in 2000 beth married george woody permanent Alabama businessman and the family moved to Mountain Brook, Alabama. Holly Way graduated with honors in May 2005 from Mount Brook High School located in a wealthy suburb of she was a member of the National Honor Society. Okay, so she did graduate. Listen, she doesn't seem like the kind of girl who would not tell her parents where she went at all. I mean, like, it seems kind of weird that, like, she up and disappeared. She's an honor student. She's well-behaved. And the school dance squad and participated in other activities. Holly Way was scheduled to attend University of Alabama on a full scholarship. Okay, listen. Usually you don't, like, plan stuff if you're going to run away. So that just isn't what I'm thinking here. I still think the Van D guy did it. Where she planned to pursue a pre-med track. But I think everyone thinks he did it. At the time of his daughter's disappearance, David Holloway was an insurance agent for State Farm. With Beth was employed by the Mountain Back School System. Disappearance on Thursday, May 26, 2005. Yeah, okay, so we talked about that. Early investigation. I want to see if there's anything from 2020. Media coverage. Let's see. I'm going to look up. Let's see if we can find anything. Okay. Why Natalie Hollywood disappearance remains unsolved. In 2005, the disappearance of Natalie gained national attention as the 18-year-old high school student seemingly vanished without a trace during a school trip to Aruba. Aruba, I think. Although several suspects were identified and even arrested, nobody was convicted of killing the teen or her remains had ever been found. On May 2006, nope, in May, two, uh, no, on May 26, 2005, Natalie traveled to Aruba with her mountain back Alabama high school classmates for their senior trip. Yeah, every group of seniors has a senior trip. My, Alexa, stop. Okay, so I, my class went to Disney probably because that's all they could afford. I didn't go because I was pregnant and didn't feel like going. I was like, what's the point? No, I gave birth and I was like, what is the point? I'll have to bring a baby with me. I'll have to go alone because I didn't really know my class. Like I knew my classmates but at the same time, like I wasn't really buddy buddies with them. So I was like, what is the point? I had other priorities, but like when you don't have those, a lot of people go on the school trip. Biography reports Natalie met a man named Jordan 
I'm not saying with Van D. Sloot on May 29th in a casino at the Holiday Inn Resort where she and her classmates were studying. She agreed to meet him at the uh, Carl's and Cheryl's nightclub in Oregon just later that same evening. As reported by the FBI, Natalie joined a large group of classmates at the nightclub. According to witnesses, the Charles and Charlie's nightclub closed at 1 a.m., approximately 30 minutes late. Natalie was seen later leaving the area in a silver car with them, who were later identified as Deepak and Santos and Jordan. Okay, so here's my take on poor Natalie. If you and your friends go to a different country, please do not let them go off with strangers. And please keep a track on them because even though you like want to give them the freedom, you may want to just be like, I want to keep track of you, keep track of me, let's make sure we have a buddy system in place. Because this is what happens when you don't have a buddy system. People end up in bad situations that they can't get out of. Okay. The FBI has reported the Mountain Brook High School students were scheduled to leave Aruba the following morning. Although they agreed to meet in the lobby prior to their departure, Natalie Hollywood never showed up. Hotel staff confirmed Natalie's personal belongings, including her passport, were still in her room. Yeah, okay, she definitely fishy, fishy. Fishy, fishy, fishy. Definitely fishier than people think. However, there was no sign of the teen on the premises. An official search team was organized the following day. Usually, people don't leave without the passport. Makes you really do think something happened with these guys. Yeah, here's a tip. I don't care if you're a guy or girl. Have a buddy system in place, please. Like a bigger, better buddy system. Biography reports Natalie Wood's mother and stepfather were immediately informed she was missing. Under questionable circumstances, they reunited, reunited a private jet and traveled to Aruba with close fans to assist in the search for their daughter. Local authorities were reluctant to declare Natalie officially missing, as a witness said she willingly left the nightclub with Jordan and his friends. However, several groups, including locals, other tourists, and church teams from Texas and the Netherlands organized their own search for missing teeth. Unfortunately, no trace of Natalie was never found. Here's a tip. When you go to another country, the police are different, so make sure you keep track of people in your group in the house. If you're like, they're not home, it's late, where could she be? Text or go tell like another person, let them know what's going on because this is what you don't want to happen. And I was told about this story and that, that's how I always knew to have a buddy system. The only upside to having siblings that I live with, you had a buddy. You have a buddy system. As report biography of 40s identified several 
persons of interest, including Jordan and the brothers, in the days following Natalie's disappearance. Although all three men admitted they left the nightclub with Natalie, they told different stories about what happened after they left, which is a little suspicious. Usually it's a very, like, but who knows, like, this just seems so, I don't trust this, these boys at all. Initially, Jordan said they all visited a local lighthouse before taking Natalie back to her hotel. He later said he left her at a beach near the hotel with the expectation she would walk the rest of the way home. The brothers corroborated uh, Jordan's story about leaving the teen on the beach. First of all, who leaves it a person alone on a beach in the middle of like the night? Because this, if the bar closed that one, you left right after the bar closed, what, what makes you think that was a good idea? Like, really? I feel like, okay, I'm taking you back to your hotel. I don't care if this is out my way, it takes out of my time. I'm making sure you get back safely. Like, no, that's not okay. As there were no body or any physical evidence proving Jordan and the brothers, Made, harmed Natalie in any way, they were all eventually released from custody. Brography reported authorities received numerous tips, but a, but a vast majority proved to be false or misleading. Jordan Dandy sleep confessed and claims he lied. I still don't trust you, dude. Like, for some reason, I just don't trust him. In February 2008, Dutch reporter Peter R. D. Varus secretly recorded Jordan Dandy's sleep telling on, I have no idea what that word is, but Natalie collapsed while they were on the, at the beach in the early morning hours of May 30, 2005, as reported by, um, Biggerography. I'm just calling him Jordan. Said he attempted to revive Natalie but was simply too late. Instead of reporting the incident to the police, he and a friend put her body in a boat and dropped her in the ocean. When he realized he had been recorded, Jordan said he fabricated the story. Two years later, Jordan Eternity contacted Natalie's mother and said, Jordan would reveal the location of Natalie's body in exchange for $25,000. Okay, so... Mm, yeah, okay. I don't believe him for the love of goodness gracious. But you would do anything to find out if your child was alive. Although he was never actually charged in the disappearance and death of Natalie, was arrested on the case. John claimed he disposed of Natalie in a 27 documentary telling the disappearance of Natalie Holloway Holloway Christopher yep yeah, we talked about this authorities responded that Christopher disturbed and confessed in a Facebook post which stated the correct authorities who are working on the case have been notified our investigation is Local cases ongoing. Currently, there are no reports yet available. However, 
less than one year after the documentary was released, was killed by another woman, whom he was reportedly attempting to kidnap. At the time of his death, there were no chain charges. Okay, so... If I was this poor girl's parents... If I was this young girl's poor parents, I'd be A, terrified, B, annoyed, C, angry, do anything to find her. Like, just, mm. And I remember this story because, like, my siblings and I were like, why do we have to stay together? Alexa, turn on workspace light. Okay. You're like, uh, why do we have to stay together? Why do we have to follow each other around? Well, why do we have to stay in a group? And like, have you ever heard of Natalie Wood's case? Alexa, stop the timer. And I'm like, what? No, no, I haven't. They're like, well, she went to another country and vanished. That can happen here. I'm like, what? She's the, like, my stepmom and my dad were like, by the way, if you ever go to another country, stay with the group, stay with people, there's a few things they taught me that made sense. And my grandma's like, yeah, I would do that exact same thing. Like, stay with a group of people, telling it all if someone isn't there. Have a, like, if you have a phone nowadays. I don't know, I forget in 2007 if we had phones. I was too young to have a phone. So I wouldn't know if they did at that point. Like, 2000, okay, I was 2000. I'll be right back. In Hollywood, Florida. Later found murdered, John became a victim. Right activist. Jo uh, victim's right activist. July 27, Sears Department store with his mother. She allowed him to watch a group of older boys play video games in the toy department while she shopped nearby. Once she returned for him less than 10 minutes later, a security guard had asked the older children to leave because they were causing trouble. Adam didn't like to speak up, followed one of the older boys out, and didn't tell the guard he, his mother was in the store. He was likely kidnapped outside the store after the children left. Adam's parents launched a massive hunt for their son. August 10th, 1981, he was found, to put it nicely, in July 27, 2006, was, was 25 years since he went missing. John and Ravi decided to help others. I am thankful that they did this. Crying, I remember when I saw this case as a teenager and thought, whoa, they took this bad thing and helped others. It is crazy they could do that. I am not sure how I would feel if I'd be devastated if this happened. But I hope I am like them and make it so it doesn't happen to anyone else. So the thing was, Tool confessed and then he retracted. But here's the thing. Tool hanged out with other known serial killers. Yeah, like two other serial killers in this case I believe one was like a really well-known one and the other was also like slightly known and people are like what do they have a group now like are serial curlers getting together and 
talking about what they've been doing. I find that kind of sad and a little bit like, whoa, creepy. Like, please tell me this isn't a real thing. But I remember in the story that they don't put on YouTube anymore because it was scary in the beginning. After the mom realized he was missing, the dad put a note on the car saying, please come here. The car is ready for you. We will not be mad at you. Come home. And excuse me. We will not be mad at you. Come home. We love you. And they found him, sadly, only part of him in the river. It's pretty disturbing, but I guess I'll tell you. They only found his head. That was it. And I think that also bothered the Welshes because they didn't have much to uh, put in a casket. And they didn't know who did it. I'm pretty convinced that Toll did it. Like, I know people have officially said Tool did it now. It's just so creepy that he ha hanged out with other serial killers and it's like, did he do it or did one of them do it or did they all, like, get involved? What is going on here? It was just super creepy. And I looked it up. He was wearing, like, a red baseball cap and a lot of his photos with a C on it. I'm not really sure what the C stands for but I will use that as the photo because I drew the red background with a C on it. I hope that the family realizes how much they've done for everyone and I hope people say thank you and I hope they realize that everything they've been through was devastating but they also helped a lot of people along the way. I'm trying not to cry while talking about it, but my eyes are about to water like waterfall because who's to say what would have happened without them? They caught a lot of people that was on America's Most Wanted. I mean, that show did a lot of good. And yeah, I couldn't imagine how they feel. And if you're listening to this, the Walsh's, I appreciate everything you've done. I'm sorry for your loss. I also just wanted to bring this case up. I know they officially said Tool did it. And I hope they're right. Like, there's not been like, Tool recanted, but I believe he did it. Also, Tool was just creepy. But I could be wrong. Let me know, everyone, what you think happened. And let me know how you feel about the Walshes. Do you think they've helped a lot of people? Because I really do. I think without them, we wouldn't have had um, success in some of the things we have without their help. And being a parent myself, it is so hard when you, if you lose a child, it has to be really hard. I also just wanted to bring this case up because I find it kind of interesting and kind of sad. I mean, the little Adam sounded like he was a sweet, lovable 
kid who was shy and liked baseball and looked like he was even missing some kid teeth. And I just thought, how adorable does he sound? He even, from what I remember, they said he wanted a sibling. And in the movie, the dad prayed for uh, his son that he had after um, Megan. I told Adam to keep an eye out. And I do believe he's keeping an eye out for all of you in the family. And I'm so sorry this ever had to happen to anyone. I'm also sorry that Tool was very weird about like saying yes and then no. I still find it very confusing why people would confess to something they didn't do. Especially something like that. But I do believe he did it. And I heard you're working with Elizabeth Smart from what I remember. I could be wrong. Which is amazing because I remember her case as well and what happened with her. So if you want me to talk about Elizabeth Smart's case and Polly Class, I will do it. I'm sorry to the Welshes. I appreciate everything you've done. I hope... Um, I'm not going to show photos of what happened to Adam because that's just inappropriate. But I do think, like, if you want to look it up, you can. But I want it if you have a weak stomach and a weak crying rage. I mean, I've looked up some photos of him that are just really nice ones. Like him with the baseball bat and the hat. Okay, uh, I hope you all have a great day. Bye for now. Okay, hi everyone out there in podcast land. Today we are going to talk about a very sad, interesting case. About Adam Welsh. That's right, Adam Welsh. I am watching the movie. His song continues. I remember watching this years ago. A little girl asked to tie how to tie a bow. They talk about a movie, Child Finding. John is working, but everyone says that this is one day he could have taken off. The movie makes me sad, angry, and so much more. When they were in a store, oh. The movie makes me sad, angry, and more. Ravine. Drew Walsh is thinking about Adam. When they were in a store and Adam was there, he wore a red hat. He might have also worn a red shirt. I'm not really sure. Back then, letting them play video games while, go, while you go shopping was normal. Ravi went through the whole mall, couldn't find him. Adam has a sister now. Her name is Megan. Everyone was sad to hear about Adam. Trying not to cry, he was just missing at first. TV film helps reunite five children parents.
Adam was six years old. John hosted America's Most Wanted. Adam Welsh Child Resource Center along with Adam Welsh Act. Code Adam, which is a missing child safety program. It was retailed store in 1994. They're at a water park. They just heard of Tool. He is already in jail. Might have been involved. House covered the news, reporters, and more. Since people geared about Tool Revi, worried about Megan. Tool said he didn't do it. John and Revi are upset over this. John is thinking about putting photos on milk. Like the missing kids on the milk carton. Like it wasn't a thing until a little bit ago in this story. Adam Welsh, uh, Adam John Welsh 6, is abducted from a mall in Hollywood.